Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I am so excited. I am the founder of Soul Language, and I am dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their own divinity and then create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And I'm so excited because I get to talk to Nat Copentry today, and we're talking about the five states of unconditional receiving. Welcome, Nat. Thank you, Jennifer. It's, it's always a joy to get to, uh, to, get to talk with you. Yay. So, you know, I always like to start with people, really people getting to know you on a deep level. So my first question is, is, and then we're going to get into our fun topic, but what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey, Nat? Hmm. The soul has always shown me that I'm loved and has given me opportunities to um, help me claim that for myself. Yeah, I think that's I think that's so important, and I think so often people, uh, you know, get those big answers of love and peace, and they kind of poo-poo it because it's not defined enough. But the soul is not going to say, "Go to the bus stop at seven ten in the morning," right? Like it just doesn't work like that sometimes. And when you get these big answers, they they really produce big results, and one of the big results that it's produced in your life is you've created what I call a paradigm about unconditional receiving. And today we're going to be talking about the five states of unconditional receiving. So let's jump in right in if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the, the five states of un- unconditional receiving, I'll list them, are wonder, abundance, trust, connection and authority authority okay so let's start with authority because i think a lot of people can kind of uh you know have an idea of what the other four are but when you say authority i'm like okay i want to talk about that one so what does that mean so the qualities of authority uh speak to taking up space uh, speaks to taking a stand, having clear boundaries, uh, really owning who you are and knowing that um, like you belong, that there's, that there's space and that you're worth taking up that space. I love it. So what you're talking about is, you know, when we're receiving, right, we are in trust, we are in abundance, we are in the state of authority of going, hey, I'm a value. It is my right to take up space in this world and to receive the divine resources. Do I have that correct? That's correct. Yes. I love that. So why do you think uh, some, why do you think we kind of uh, do the, What's the opposite of authority? In my model, the opposite of, of authority is a sacrificer. Uh-huh. And um, I would say the reason we, we don't inhabit our authority, and I'll speak from my personal experience, is because we're often shown models of um, people being in power, but also being abusive. And for myself, 
I made a decision early on that I didn't want any part of that. And uh, authority was also like um, people putting constraints on me, Mm. Uh, you know, oppressive structures that didn't work for me. And so it was easier to be the sacrificer, meaning um, to not have clear boundaries, to kind of go along with what other people wanted um, as a way to avoid confrontation or avoiding rejection. So, you know, I basically diminished myself uh, to not be a problem. Yeah, wow. Right? Like, really, like, whoa. So people are going, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've sacrificed myself. So how do we move from that, what you call, that's conditional receiving, right? If we're sacrificing, it's based on conditions, right? Correct. How do we move from conditional sacrificing to something as powerful as authority to open up our receiving? Yeah, so uh, the first thing is to recognize that we're not the conditional self, uh, that, you know, we are presence or awareness or consciousness. So, um, you know, the, the stories of the conditioning that we, that we received um, is just that. They're just stories. Um, and then secondly is to start to inhabit the qualities of authority and um, what I do in my model when I'm working with clients is having them create a personal avatar for each of these five qualities of receiving. And through that avatar, they can receive the, the information that's most unique for, for them. Um, for myself, the... Uh, a warrior or a samurai warrior is my avatar for the authority. So um, what that has given me is an understanding that uh, consistent training or consistent consistency of showing up is important for me because that's what a warrior would need to uh, master his craft. Um, and also uh, speaking up, uh, taking a stand, meaning uh, being okay with confrontation, but not in a like abusive way, but just really being present, feeling the discomfort in my body and knowing that I'm safe anyway. Beautiful. So when we, when we have these images, when we have these avatars and, and we can step in, to either trust or authority or abundance. Why does that naturally move us from conditional to unconditional receiving? We step into a different consciousness. We step into a different space of energy that changes what we perceive and receive. Beautiful. So in other words, that it's almost like, you know, I used to, you know, I went to school for photography and, and my photographer teacher would say, that's a good picture, but the, the really intense, beautiful picture is 
an inch over. So what it really does, right, it allows you to approach everything with, with such a different energy that receiving then becomes your natural state versus that friction that we do with not enough sacrifice, lack of trust, feeling um, not enough. Yeah, absolutely. When you show up in your authority, you are in that you're, you're in a different energy state and not only do you perceive the world differently, but other people receive you differently. They, they, you, you know, you're showing up differently and they respond differently. And uh, it just creates a entirely new dynamic in how you can function in life. Yeah. I mean, and everyone can bring to mind someone who that energy of always sacrificing that martyr energy where you kind of want to get out of the room as fast as you can, right? It doesn't build connection. It doesn't build like, oh my God, let's co-create, let's collaborate. It doesn't provide this kind of balanced, loving exchange of energy. It feels very oppressive. Yeah. It it can feel like you are making connections and you are being nice and people like you, but it comes at a cost of of yourself, right? Because you're being conditional. And so it's very, it's actually very manipulative. Well said. So um, before I ask my couple of last questions here, you also have a way of people understanding like more about the five states of unconditional receiving. So how can people get more of Nat, get a deeper sense of, of what these five states are? Where can they reach you, Nat? Yeah, they can go to my website at boldaliveness.com and uh, there will be a quiz that they can take and uh, learn more about which of the conditional receivers uh, they are and then uh, learn more about the, the unconditional the corresponding unconditional qualities. Yeah. What, what do you want people to remember about unconditional receiving and how, how to open up that ability within them to be that unconditional receiver? I want them to know that it's their natural state of being that, that it's who they are. And so it's not something that they have to, become necessarily it's more of an unveiling love that that's so beautiful so what do you still want to know most about your own journey and your own soul and about the divine like what do you want to know that you haven't really fully integrated yet well i'm definitely still opening up to more love or being being that love, sourcing that love. And uh, I am also learning to trust and surrender more. So, I mean, in all honesty, this model that I created was created for me and, and I get to play in it so that I can uh, have have more joy and be more engaging in life. Yeah. And don't forget, Louise Hay said that she just wanted to create a little book to help herself. So (laughs) you're right on target. So my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say, Nat? Oh, my God. That's such a great uh, question. Uh, My magnet would say, do what makes you feel alive. Love that. 
Well, Nat, you know how much I love playing with you. You know how much I love hearing about conditioning and unconditional and unconditional receiving. And you know how much I value what you're doing in the world. So thank you so much for being part of this show. Thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate you. Thanks. You have been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Urizio. And please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment, or contact me directly. And don't forget to contact the, all of the groovy guests and really, you know, be open to discovery what they have to share with you because, you know, these are just not people that I know. These are people that I love and I admire and I trust. So thank you, everyone. And more to come later. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid.